Today's episode contains spicy content. Discretion advised. Please be sure to like and subscribe and stick around after the story to hear my thoughts. Fuck, he's winning. Desperation fills me, so I cheat. I lean down and flash my tits, and he chokes on his next sip, giving me time to knock back that cup, flip it, and move on. What's the worst that could happen? He already owns me, so if there's a chance at freedom, I have to take it. It keeps floating through my head as I drink, my eyes on him. I down it and flip it, but we're neck and neck, on the last cup. Our eyes lock and we chug it. Then he yanks down his trousers, flashing me his cock. I actually choke on my beer, and it gives him the time he needs to flip it. I stare at him, the cup still held to my lips, beyond shocked. I lost. I lost. He smirks and wipes his mouth. I think I'll collect now, he mummers, and prowls around the table towards me. His eyes are hungry, his body flexes, and his cock is hardening and pressing against his joggers. I back away, fear and desire blooming within me. I didn't think I could lose, and if I did, I thought I could handle it. Now I don't know if I can. I want him, sure, my pussy is already wet from the thought, but Kenzo. Fuck, any of the vipers are dangerous to more than just my body, like an obsession or a drug. Rematch, I offer, keeping the table between us, but he leaps over it, landing right in front of me. Nope, fair is fair. Pay up, darling, he chuckles. I stumble back and dart away, but he catches me, his hand sweeping out and throwing me over his shoulder. I squeal and slap at his back, but he just throws me onto the sofa where I bounce, gasping. Looking up, I push the hair from my face as I find him staring down at me. He must see my fear because he reaches into his pocket and pulls out his dice. I'll give you a different game, though. Guess the number. If you're right, you're safe. And if not... You have to take off an item of clothing. What? I gape. He steps closer. Unless you just want me to rip them from your body. Um, yes, please. But also, fuck no at the same time. Fuck you, I snarl. That's the plan, darling. Guess. He grins. I panic. Seven. He throws the dice, catching them expertly. With a wink, he shows the dice. Fuck. Top, he demands. No, I snarl, but reach down and yank off my shoes, throwing them at him. They hit his chest and bounce off, making his grin grow. You fucking bastard, is this the only way you can get a woman? Even as I spit vile words at him, I can't help but pant, my legs clenching together as he watches me, his focus fully on my body, like he can't wait to eat me, fuck me, have me. Instead of forcing me like they could have, he won fair and square. Won me. And my body. But can I pay up? Their reach is like a venom taking root inside me. At first you don't even realize it's there. Slowly spreading through you, changing you, molding you, infecting you, until it's too late to be free. That's how I feel. Because I hated them. Still do. But now it's clouded with need. One they forced me into built inside me and they know it. I hate them. I hate them. Who says I can't have some fun with it? Hate sex is like nothing else and this desire clearly isn't going away and I'm not getting free anytime soon, so I might as well make the most of it, right? That's what I tell myself anyway. 
Fine, I snarl. Nine. I point at the dice and he rolls again. It comes up twelve and he smirks. Shirt, he demands. Ribbing it over my head with a growl, I toss it at him. Why the hell did I agree to this game? I'm just in my panties and bra now, and he takes his time looking me over. I shiver under his possessive gaze, my nipples pebbling against the lace fabric, and my panties are no doubt soaking. Brilliant. Next guest, darling. He mummers, his eyes locked on my flesh chest as I clenched my legs further together. With a groan, he reaches down and rearranges himself. Fuck, you are way too beautiful. I ignore that because honestly, what would I say? Thirteen. I snarl, but he's too busy staring at me still. I could almost feel the caress from his gaze. Kenzo. His eyes jerk up, locking with mine, and the dice go flying as he pounces. I yelp as he pins me to the sofa, ripping open my thighs and settling between them as he grinds against me. Don't say my name like that. What? Kenzo? I query in confusion, and he groans. Yes, like that, darling. What's well, literally your name? Would you prefer I just call you asshole? I snap even as I arch up into him. Call me whatever you want, darling, as long as you don't stop me and scream it for everyone to hear. He laughs as he drops his lips to mine. I couldn't stop him even if I wanted to. My words are caught in my throat as I grab his hair and yank him closer. He smirks against my mouth, so I bite down on his lip. With a grunt, he wrenches away, panting as hard as he glares at me. Act like a brat, and you will get treated like one. Whatever, get the fuck off me, I demand. It's hard to act tough in your undies, but I think I pull it off. He smirks again, those dark eyes locked on mine, making me weak. Why? You like me where I am. No, I don't. I protest, half-heartedly, my voice wavering. He laughs, actually laughs, his whole body shaking. Sure, so then why are your nipples hard and begging for my mouth? He murmurs as he rips down my bra and bears me to the room. Eyes on me, he seals his lips around one and sucks, making me moan as my eyes close and I arch up into his mouth. Anger at my reaction flares through me and I try to pull his head away using his hair. Laughing again, he ignores my desperate tug and kisses down my belly, stopping at my navel piercing and circling it with his tongue before he carries on to my panties, his eyes meeting mine. I can smell how wet you are. With his teeth, he yanks down my panties and tosses them away. I try to close my thighs, but he shoves them open and slams them down to the sofa, exposing me to him. He groans loudly, the sound doing bad things to me as he stares at me. You're fucking soaked. Thought you didn't want me. I don't, I snarl, even as I tilt my hips, needing to be touched. He smirks and reaches between my thighs, stroking down my lips before parting them. What's this? A piercing? He mummers in shock, his fingers circling my pierced hood. It was a drunken dare and hurt like hell. That's fucking hot, he groans. I'm so fucking close to coming in my pants, it's not even funny. He mutters, making me snicker. He narrows his eyes and tugs on my piercing, forcing a gasp from my lips as pain flares through me, followed by pleasure. Either get on with it or fuck off, I snarl. But it's hard to be intimidating when you're pinned beneath a man naked and wet. Without warning, he drops to his elbows, his face right in my pussy, and licks me from clit to ass. 
I nearly come away from the sofa, but he bands an arm across my belly, catching on the piercing there, and holds me down. My mind is still whirling, trying to tell me all the reasons why I should stop this, why I should push him away, why I should hate him. But when he presses two fingers inside me, that all melts away to pleasure. My eyes slide shut as I moan, unable to look at the dark head between my legs anymore. His hands dig into the fleshy part of my thighs, holding me open for him as he lashes my clit, tugging and licking my piercing as he expertly curls his fingers inside me. He plays me like one of his games, knowing exactly where to lick, where to touch, rub, and fuck. I'm panting in no time with sweat coating my body, my face and chest flushed. I try to stop myself, but I can't help it. I rock against his face, needing more. He plays me like a fiddle, his fingers rubbing inside me as he keeps up that maddening place with my clit. I reach down and flick my nipples, too turned on to care. You taste fucking delicious, he groans. Too fucking good. I shake my head, trying to stop the powerful orgasm I can feel building within me. No, no, this can't be happening. I try to push him away, but he ignores me, speeds up, and throws me crashing into the release. It tears through me, ripping a scream from my throat as my thighs clamp his head, my pussy tightening on his fingers. It rolls through me again and again, my chest arching up into the air as my eyes squeeze closed until it finally stops. Dropping onto the sofa, I let my thighs fall open, and I look down to see a grinning, messy hair Kenzo still lying between them, his tongue lapping casually at my cunt. He rears up, and self-hatred pours through me at the satisfied smirk curling his glistening lips. He licks his fingers clean as I watch, and I can't take it anymore. I can't believe I just let that happen, or that I screamed my pleasure for everyone to hear. He's my fucking kidnapper. Rolling off the sofa, I storm away, and when I hear him coming after me, I move faster. My heart is racing and my legs are still weak from him. I can't, fuck, I can't believe that happened, or that it felt so good. I try to escape him, but he catches me in the hallway and slams me into the wall, holding me there as he leans down, his eyes angry now. Where the fuck do you think you're going? Get the fuck off me! I scream, kicking and struggling in his grip. He grunts and pushes me back again, trying to hold me still. Why? I hate you! I snap desperately, and he laughs, but the sound is mean. All hints of teasing disappear in the face of my anger but this is not at all directed at him. Hell, some of it is for making me feel that way, for making me weak, but some is aimed at me. No, you hate that you enjoyed that. Don't fucking lie, darling. You were screaming in no time, and you hate that you loved every fucking second of my tongue in your pussy. His dirty words infuriate me, and before I know it, I've slapped him. It's loud in the silence, and I suck in a breath as his head snaps to the side. Slowly he turns back to face me, and all hints of the usual charming, teasing Kenzo have vanished. I can see the resemblance to Ryder now. It's the emotions, the wild, uncontrolled feelings. He's angry. Furious. Well, so am I. You shouldn't have done that, he warns, his voice low and rough. With one hand, he keeps me pressed to the wall while he yanks down his joggers with the other, and the sight of his hard, throbbing cock has me freezing. It's big. Really fucking big. Too big. No. It's bad enough I let him taste me. He isn't fucking me. I channel all that rage, all that hate, and aim it towards him. 
all of it from being stolen to my dad, to these assholes, to my own emotions. I let it pour from me, uncaring if I hurt him. I pull back my fist and slam into his face. Then as he's reeling backward, I do it again and again. But he catches the last one and slams my hand to the wall next to me, crushing my wrist until I cry out. He pushes his face into mine, his smirk transformed into a snarl. You want to hate me? Fine. You will be screaming my name when you come on my cock. Fuck you! I scream it into his face, lunging my head forward. It connects, and we both grunt as pain flows through my already injured head. He grabs my other hand and slams them together above me, making me stretch up on my tiptoes, chest heaving as I kick at him. He throws off his joggers and presses his naked body against mine. I hate the flare of desire that flows through me or the fact that I want him. The fact that the sight of his pulsing cock has me wetter than I've ever been. He strokes his length, making me watch as I pant. I was going to be nice and wear a condom, but now... He shakes his head and leans down, licking my lips. You're mine. I don't have to. Releasing his cock, he grabs my thighs and hoists me up. I snarl, fighting against his hold to hit him again. I manage to get them away from the wall slightly, clawing at his hands hard enough to draw blood before he slams them back. You want to act like a fucking animal? I'll fuck you like one, he yells in my face. Before I can retort, I'm yanked away from the wall, spun and shoved into it once more. My hands land against it as I try to keep myself from falling, and then he's there, pressed along the length of my back, his cock nestled against my ass as his hands wind through my hair. He tugs on it, and I cry out, drawing my head back until I'm balanced with only his hand holding me up. Gripping my hip, he pulls me backwards and kicks my legs open. Get off me, I demand. His hand slips between my thighs, finding me wet. No, you fucking want this just as much as I do, darling, and I've had enough of your attitude. I'll fuck it out of you. I struggle again, continuing to fight him, even as I push my pussy harder into his hands. I hate them. I fucking despise these vipers. But all this fight, all this hate, has me so needy that when he lines his cock up at my entrance and slams inside, I scream. Not in pain, in pleasure. He laughs as he pulls back, fighting my clinging pussy and slams inside. Good girl, he coos as he licks my neck before biting my shoulder, making it hurt as he thrusts back into me, setting a hard, brutal pace. This isn't fucking... This is hate. Both of us hate the fact that we want each other. I hate that they took my life from me. He hates that I'm here and have the audacity to not fall at his feet. It flows through us, guiding us. Each slam of his hips is harsh, his hands digging into my skin as he impales me on his cock. My breasts rub against the wall, the friction making me cry out as I tighten around him. He's so distracted with fucking me that he doesn't notice me turning. I rip my hair from his hold, leaving some strands in his grip and his cock slides for me as I twist and punch him straight in the face. You son of a bitch, I'm not yours, I scream. He grabs me and flings me to the floor, coming down on top of me. You are, he roars as I slap him, pushing him away before flipping over. I start to crawl away, but his hand circles around my ankle, and he pulls me back. I slide along the floor with a scream of anger, yet not once do I say no, because I want this. And I hate that. His hands are quick. They yank my hips up and then he's there again, pulling me back onto him. I groan. I can't help it. He's so big it feels amazing. He slaps my ass hard. 
No teasing. It isn't playful. It's a punishment. He makes it hurt, and I love it. I cry out, pushing back to meet his rapid thrust, the sound of our skin slapping loud as he grunts behind me. Asshole! I yell, even as I reach between my legs to rub my clit. His hands get there first and slaps me away. Leaning over me, he grips my hair once again, balling it up and using it like a leash as he arches my neck, snarling into my ear. I didn't say you could come. You bastard. I cry out as he tilts my hips up further and hits that deeper spot inside me that has my eyes crossing. My breath fogs their perfect floor, my hands scrambling across it as I try to resist, but I can't. Not when he's buried so deep within me, controlling me, owning me. Admit you like it, he growls, running his teeth along my shoulders, and I'll let you come. The fact that his voice is rough and tight makes me grin. He's not as unaffected as he thought. Wanker, I snap. Fucking asshole, dick-sucking mother... His hands come down on my ass again and again. Pain radiates through me, even as his cock drags along those nerves. I'm so close, I try to fight it, but when he reaches down and tugs on my piercing, I scream, my release shattering me. I clamp down on him as I writhe beneath him. His hips stutter, then he powers into me twice before stilling, his cum filling me. Panting, I collapse to the floor as all the fight leaves me, and he falls on top of me, his weight heavy as he pins me there. A noise has me lifting my head, and when I see who made it, my breathing stops. Looking up, I spot Diesel standing at the end of the corridor with a grin on his lips. Well, well, pretty bird. That was quite a show. Throwing back an elbow, I feel it connect with Kenzo as he groans and rolls from me. I scramble to my feet and throw him a glare. You fuck about as good as you fight. I snap before tossing my hair back, and with all the dignity I have left, which is not much, I storm into my room and slam the door. Pressing against it, my heart racing, I feel his release slip down my thighs as I hear him, both of them, laugh outside. Fuck. So that was a small snippet of Den of Vipers by K.A. Knight. I actually only started reading this book yesterday evening um a friend of mine my best friend recommended it to me and she read it gosh I think sometimes last sometime last year and we lived together then too so I would see her reactions to her reading this and I just haven't gotten around to it and finally yesterday I was like hey you know I'm I, I'm, I'm gonna read a book and we were going through everything that I had and she's like you should do Den of Vipers and we love a good reverse harem. And this is what this is. We have our main character, Roxanne, Roxy. And then we have Diesel, Ryder, Kenzo, and Garrett. And who doesn't love, as you know, I've already gone through Dare and Losers on previous episodes, but we just, we love a reverse harem. I know I do. So how all of this, and again, I don't like to give away too much, but they, they say it pretty much at the start. But how this falls into play with her ending up with them is that basically they run this city that they live in. They are, you know, basically like a mob, right? So they run the city. Everybody knows who they are. They actually had, her dad had a, a debt to pay and he couldn't pay it. And he basically sold her. Mind you, she's, gosh, 20, 26, I think. 
anywhere between 24 to 26. So she's a grown adult. She has a bar. She like has her own life. So obviously these guys come together and she's like, you can't do this. Like I'm a person, but they're like, mm, yeah, no, you're going to stay with us. And at first, you again, don't want to give too much away, but emotions start to grow and feelings start to grow. And I'm barely, like I said, I haven't even finished this book, so I don't know what's going to happen yet. I just loved it so much already that I was like, I have to talk about this now in this scene specifically she's only dealing well at the end right diesel comes in but just as a viewer she's dealing specifically with kenzo and they she's there at the house she's watching something and she can't leave obviously she knows that more and more as it goes she's like i'm gonna be here and she can't fight the feelings we love forced proximity right we love a little enemies to lovers scenario and that happens a lot within this. So she's there. She's bored. Kenzo comes and he's like, let's make a bet. You know, if if you win, then you're free to go. And if I win, then I get to have you. So he wants to do poker and she's like, no. So then she basically challenges him to flip cup. And that's where we start, where, where she loses and now has to pay up. I love the way that she loses too because they're, you know, she says it right there that they're neck and neck. And just to paint this for you, Enzo is only wearing gray sweatpants and he's shirtless. And of course, you can see his bulge through the sweatpants and it's all very amazing. And he's chiseled abs and V and all of that fun stuff. So she sees that she's losing. So she, you know, she flashes her booze by bending down a little bit lower. And when I read the part that he like just pulled down his pants, Oh my gosh, I laughed so hard because she talks about like choking on her beer because I think that would be enough to distract anybody, right? You're like in this intense game and then it's like, boom, there's, there it is. So clever, clever play. But again, he knows how to play the game. It's no surprise that he won. I think it's also kind of obvious that I enjoy a good dare that leads to something more sinister. The dare was what kicked off this whole thing you know, our podcast series. So I I think I love the idea of having the choice, right? You have the option. It's all fair and square. That's I think that's what I love the most about it, right? You make a dare, you make a bet with somebody. They have what they win, and then you have what you win. You're both agreeing to the terms. And after that, whoever wins, wins. So I think that's what I love about it so much. And then I also love the part where, you know, as the heroines go or even me, where it's like you're kind of hoping to lose maybe just a little bit because you like want to see their side come true. But then who doesn't love winning? So it's like if I win, then hey, cool, I win. But yeah, I just think it's I think it's all in very good fun. It just heightens, heightens everything and it intensifies it a lot more. It's out of my hands. That's what I'm going for. It's out of my hands. I have the choice to enter this, but once I'm in it, whatever happens, whether I'm good with it or not, it's done because the bet has been made. So obviously Roxy loses and she takes the whole brat thing to probably a, a way bigger level because she's straight up like, she she's like slaps him. This is on the later parts, right? But she's like slaps him. She punches him. She runs from him. She's like yelling and screaming in his face and... And he's, of course, with any brat, right? You have to have somebody that's going to, like, match you. And I think with Kenzo, he's like, we're not about that. He's, like, I think he doesn't, he obviously accepts it. And he's, like, coming back at her. But he's, like, right away, like, that line where he's, like, if you're going to act like an animal, I'm going to fuck you like one. I was, like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, 
and even then just the way he he interacts with her obviously like right away he doesn't even give her like a warning about like punishments or anything like that all he says is like you're gonna pay for that or you shouldn't have done that he says one of those things and whack just like smacks her on the ass and right away she knows like all right like that's punishment right there but i love i love a good bratty scenario i love to read them i love to see the dynamics play because they're and and it's in so many different stories where you can see like the levels of it the 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 characters that play into that and kind of let it go on a little bit more and then the ones who are like you got the wrong one and let me remind you about that quick and i love both sides this is my favorite i love it we also experience some more cnc consensual non-consent uh, consensual, non-consensual. And that, again, is always such an interesting trope to read about and then also to explore in your own personal life. So I I love, this is where I love in the story where, you know, she's screaming in his face and she's like yelling at him, she's hitting him, she's trying to get away. He Like there's literally the part where she's crawling and he pulls her back and drags her back by her ankle as she's screaming like you know to get off of him but on the other hand her inner monologue is her saying but I'm not saying no but I do want this god I hate how much I want this because she's enjoying it obviously the girl has more than one orgasm (laughs) and even as she's yelling at him when she like tries to you know touch herself and she denies him ooh orgasm denial okay we're gonna touch back on that one but yeah um when it comes to cnc as as much fun as it is reading it it's also very fun to explore it but it always goes through again we're in the book like i as i'm reading it i also want to make sure like as a reader i want to read that part where i'm like is she really enjoying this so when you have that part of her saying like i'm not saying no i do want this i hate how much i want this i want this you're like okay cool now let's get back into it (laughs) and that is a big one for me (laughs) i've said this before when it comes to cnc scenarios or you know for sex fantasies it's a very 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 tricky line to walk as we say it all the time consent is sexy even when it comes to these types of things so that's why i say when i'm reading something as a reader i want that portion where I know that the character is enjoying this and that they're having fun with it because I have read books where it's not consensual and it's very, very clearly outlined and reading those is not enjoyable. It's so heartbreaking. You're just like, oh my gosh, like when is this going to end? And that obviously, right, we don't glorify that. So it is very tricky to separate the two and that's why I think it's very important for the author to make it very clear from the beginning you know what's happening the inner monologue is so important and again in your own life if this is something that you want to dive into if this is something that you want to explore do not take and all the authors say this themselves do not take these books as like your own research and even what I say as your own research right you have to really do the work in yourself I I'm not even joking. I read, I Googled CNC and I read about it. I read, you know, how do you bring this up to somebody? How do you talk about it? What's too far? What's not far? And if you do get to the point where you find a partner that you want to explore this with, 
it's super, super, super important that they 100% understand what you're saying as well. And I even go the extra level where if like I have like something that I know I'm going to do or something like that, I'll tell a friend beforehand, be like, hey, like, you know, it might be a little wild night tonight, but I'll text you when I'm done or I'll check in when I'm done. Because I think it's important to have somebody to be like, hey, are you good? Did everything go according to plan? And even if you have bruises, you're like, yeah, it was good. <laughs> um, but again, this is where I say it's super important to to do your own research, find your own comfortability level. This isn't for everybody. This isn't even reading wise, right? That's why there are trigger warnings before a book, because if this is not something that you enjoy reading and you can't separate the two, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with feeling just like as yourself that you can't differentiate. That's fine. It's Everybody has their own taste. So I think especially when it comes to this, it's really about yourself and whether you can you can enjoy reading it, experience it, even talking about it. There's also power dynamics that come into play. Well, I don't know how much power dynamics when she's someone that's just kind of getting overpowered, but she is powerful in the way that she fights back during it. And they all talk about it too, that they love it. They love that she has like this fighter instinct. They're like, we know that she wants this. We know that like we're all kind of getting to this place, but that doesn't mean that she gives up this fight. And she even says it herself. Like she's telling him, she's like, I'm not yours. Like, fuck you, like all this stuff. And she decks him. She slaps him. She punches him. She kicks him. Like she's full on, you know, fighting back. But it's that whole, obviously their whole cat and mouse, predator and prey, that whole funness of it all where she's, again, she talks about it herself. There she's saying like that she's soaked. Obviously Kenzo notices it too. So they're enjoying it she's enjoying it and I just think it's it's always so fun to read just how much she's like fighting back and really going at him and at the same time where I think there's I can't remember specifically now what part but he's like he tells her something about what he's gonna do and her inner monologue is like um yes please and after she's like no 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 and it's just like that her her whole thing of like wanting it and knowing that she shouldn't want this so much as most of us do when we're doing things that are a little bit more risque if you would like to say. <laughs> Another really fun part that I enjoy reading about, and they touch on it in this section also, is um, orgasm denial. Waiting for the permission to finish. So this is, you know, she already did once already, and then they're doing it in, in the hallway. And she goes down to, you know, to start getting herself off, and he smacks her hand away. And when you read that, like, you almost feel it, okay, you don't feel it as intensely as if it was happening to you then. But when you're reading it, you're like, no, because you all, like, I feel like we know when you're, like, there and you're, like, so, so close. And for somebody to tell you no and that you have to wait. I remember reading about these things first, and I was like, there's no way it's that crazy that's not like you don't really get that desperation feeling and then oh, and then somebody did it to me and I was like oh. <laughs> and you're just like come on and I forget oh that's what he says because he wants her to admit that like she wants him like she wants this just as much and I just it's such a it's so fun because it right you go into edging it goes into that power play it goes into again orgasm denial but it's the build of it 
is and the aftermath of it is makes it all worth it but oh my gosh like i'll yeah no we don't want too much of it it's torturous but fun (laughs) i love at the end too when she's done she's just like absolutely spent and they're both there and you just hear diesel laughing in the corner i love diesel diesel is absolutely insane i cannot wait until he and roxy hook up because it's gonna be like he like just to give you a background on diesel when they're kind of taking everything from roxy's room they find a gun under her pillow and diesel goes do you think she would shoot me if i asked her like that's just the type of person he is like he loves blood he loves fire he loves knives he loves pain like he is wild so i oh i'm so 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 excited to read when they finally have their hookup like i said i just started this book uh again this is den of vipers by k knight it's phenomenal so far i'm only gosh i think i'm only about 150 pages in or something like that it's a big book but it's so good and i i just i'm enjoying it a lot Don't forget to share your thoughts and recommendations in the comments. I really hope you enjoyed tonight's story and we'll be back next week. Remember to like and subscribe. Stay safe. Consent is sexy. And good night. (laughs) 